Hey, it's the Ryan and Kendra show. Thank you for listening. Oh, wow. <laughs> you are extra, extra today, aren't you? Okay, so for our listeners that can't see, Brian is wearing um, a fabulous, fabulous Christmas sweater. I, I wouldn't call it ugly because it has dinosaurs, and I love dinosaurs. But and they're they're shiny dinosaurs. I just realized you have a disco ball. I know. Just, <laughs> but you also have up. your collared shirt on underneath it, buttoned all the way up to the top. There you go, yeah. It's yeah. gotta be you gotta wear it professionally. And so you're being extra, <clears throat> extra put your shirt down. Hey. You're being extra professional. It has a with plug your... in, but I don't have the <laughs> Does that pack. thing light up? It does light up. It's oh my goodness. Okay. Awesome. So, listeners, you're really missing out. Missing you definitely out. need to go and check out our Facebook page so that you can see Brian being professional yes. in his fancy sweater yes. and his collared shirt. Yes. Yes. So, he's definitely the real boss today, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fun. It is. I have on my Christmas, my Merry Christmas sweatshirt, one of them. I don't have Christmas sweaters. I have Christmas sweatshirts. This is my only Christmas sweater. I thought you had a different one the other day. No, this is it. This oh, is the one I wear for our office picture. Ooh, we have it. Hopefully, that's been posted before this actually airs, right? Probably. Yeah, it's going to be <clears> fancy. <throat> you guys are going to love it. It's awesome. You're going to love it. When I'm done, I'm going to put this one on John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Next up, the Duke and Christmas sweaters. <laughs> All right. So, anything else? It's almost Christmas. Christmas this Christmas. week. What are you doing for Christmas? Um. Yeah, same I know. old, same old. Same old, same old. Yeah. I'm going to eat, hmm. watch some TV, open some presents. So right after eat. I got divorced and, like, the kids went to their dad's for Christmas and it was just me at my house, I was really looking forward to it. Is that terrible? <laughs> like, I made them I made them have breakfast with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I fed them their yummy French toast casserole breakfast and um, we did some stockings. We opened our stockings and stuff like that. We had a great time and then I shipped them off to their dad and then I was, like, really... I in my mind I was like, I'm just gonna read all day. We have biscuits and gravy for lunch. Like I was like, and my mom and dad were insistent, and they 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 came on up and spent the day with me, which was so sweet. But it was so funny because I was like, no, I really I'm really wanting this time. I got this. I got this. (laughs) I can. I had a free day with no one around. (laughs) Isn't that funny? And a couple years later, whenever it was time for them to ship off to their dad again, and uh, I told my parents, no, I'm really cool. I want to be here when the kids get home, Mm -hmm. but I'm totally cool. And I had biscuits and gravy for lunch. And then it was a beautiful day, and I raked leaves that afternoon. See? And I'm like, this is the best day ever. (laughs) No people, best day. Got it. (laughs) Well, sometimes you just need a break. I love people. Like, I love the people. I yes. love people, and I love my family, and I love all the family times. But sometimes when you've had a lot of that, like, just a little reading or a little leaf raking, it's just kind of nice. Yes. I wouldn't mind snow shoveling. Yeah. I don't know about I that. I wouldn't mind. Oh, I know. I love it. Okay. So, anyway, today I'm excited about our topic because so we, showed, we looked at a house yesterday, mm-hmm. and the owner said— they are really wanting to to change their home. They want to get a different home and with some different amenities that would fit them better at this stage in their life. Right. Totally understandable. Evidently, she'd been thinking she would have to have two mortgages. One for the current or house. Mysteriously sell them at the exact same minute. But she didn't quite understand and she was a little worried how that was going to play out. And somebody just and we didn't know this. We didn't realize that she was mm. having these concerns or this anxiety. And somebody had said, hey, you can sell your, you can purchase your house with X 
excuse me, with a contingency upon your other home selling. And she went, oh, that's so much easier. And I thought, yes. oh, my goodness. This is something we have taken for granted that yes. all of our buyers understood. Right. It was ironic that that happened because yesterday morning we also had a phone call with um, with a customer that just needed some consulting Yep. Same from a of- different area and said, I don't understand some things. And I know you guys are like the bomb in this area. So what do I need to be asking for in that area? And so we went over the documents and, and, and here's, here's the most important thing. This is not something everybody loves and we don't always love this, but you as the buyer, you as a seller, when that offer comes in, look at the terms. And if you don't like the terms on the document, even amend the document to the terms that you want to offer right. or that you want to counter offer. And so we want to talk about some contingencies and some ways to kind of work with a contingency. We always think a contingency is bad, but actually every contract we do has a contingency. Yes. Most common contingency would be inspections. Inspections. I mean, even more above and beyond financing, inspections are in every single contract, but not every single contract is financing. Right. You almost have to obliterate your contract to take out the inspection contingency. If you, right. if if you we want to were, take that contingency out, it's like you're marking up a whole entire page on the contract. And here's what's interesting. So a lot of times even we'll have a buyer that will insist that we write as is, where is. The contract is actually written as is. Already. With the right to do inspections. So so the inspections don't give the buyer the right to um, require repairs to be made. It gives the buyer the right to request repairs. And to be released from the contract during that specified time period in the contract. Right. So I think, and I think that's valuable. Yes. I realize that that's unnerving for our sellers. And so whenever we have buyers, I try really hard to get the inspections ordered. I mean, almost immediately if possible. I I know that nobody wants to hang on to that forever. But it's really important that everybody knows what they're getting into. Right. Most people, when they get in, the, they don't they don't buy a house and put the contingency in there to renegotiate or re-argue or re. They don't do that. I mean, that's most people want to buy your home, and they're doing the inspection contingency to protect them from buying something with a bad electrical system or a septic system or plumbing system. Oh wait, that was my house. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I've changed out a couple of. Lines. <laughs> so, and so, yeah, I think that's the, that's the answer there is, is, is that it's a, it's a protection. It's protection for the buyer. Yes. Also a protection for the seller. Uh, it doesn't sound that way, but this, at this contingency, if the buyer elects to have something fixed inside the inspection, the seller can say no and withdraw the contract. So if it's like, Hey, your roof's bad and it's $25,000, right. then, then you don't have to fix it as the seller. You don't have to pay to have it fixed. You can pull it off the market, put a roof on it, put it back on the market at a higher right. price if you want to. Man, I, mean, I that's feel like you just that. opened up a whole can of worms right there. But that's like I a big deal. I wouldn't recommend it, but you can. <clears throat> yes. Yes. But it comes back to if you've changed something drastic like a roof, um, and it depends on what market you are and how much you sold for and all that stuff. But yes, you right. have the right to do that. All right. So the other, I guess real quick different types of inspections that you might want to consider. So we generally, we've talked about this a million times. I realize that, but we generally see a home inspection. That is a general inspection of the property. So the home inspector does just a general overview of plumbing, 
um, heating and air units, the water heater, mm. electric, what else, what else, what else? Stuff. Roof, foundation, flood, drainage, all this stuff. Yeah. So they're looking for things that would be a concern, and then they say, hey, we see this. You might want to look into it further or have this repaired, this, that, and the other. Sometimes what, what we generally see from that is then the buyer may say, hey, I want an electrician to go over and, and double check what the home inspector said and tell me if I need to have that fixed or if it's okay for now or it, is this a dire emergency or is this a, in 10 years, pay attention to it. And we, we think that that's really, really incredibly valuable, especially roofs. Roofs have been a hot topic lately. Yep. All the roofs in wood were about 10 years old, 12 years old. Right. 11 years old. So many of us received, um, we, I'm sorry, New we re-roofed our roofs in 2012 after the Woodward tornado. And and so now our roofs are aging. And we think, oh, we have a 30-year roof. We have a 50-year roof. But the way that Northwest Oklahoma weather is, it's not really going to last 50 years probably, right? Yeah, nope. I mean, that'd be nice. But with our tendency for hail, with the amount of sunshine, with the wind. Comparable to the temperatures, I mean. Golly. Hot and cold. If it, you know, it swings from 40 to 100 degrees in one day. I mean, your shingles expand and contract. Right. It, it's a, yeah. <clears throat> All right. So different types of inspections would be um, radon <clears throat> testing, pest inspection, lead-based paint, sewer inspections. Um, I'm sorry, let me say that one again. Sewer inspections. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds weird. Sewer line inspections. But really what we see is a, is a scope. Like yes. um, Jerry Newell has a scope and he puts that into the sewer line and says, from here to here, it looked clear. From here to here, it looked clear. But then you see this weird tree limb stuff and then it's clear. And I find that to be really, really helpful because those really were, that has been an issue for me a couple of times. Um, well water contingency. Okay. I've never seen a well inspection. What I see is a water quality test. So a well inspection, <clears throat> basically they're checking to see the components of the well are correct, that water doesn't flow into the top of the well, which would be like if you have okay. groundwater running into the top, cracks on the top of your well head that would let mice or other rodents oh, into yep. the top of the head. Okay. So um, that's basic well inspection. Okay. Um, uh, make sure your pressure tank is working correctly and not collapsed or frozen. Um, your mm. pressure tank is it, it's basically a big tank with a balloon in it that keeps the pressure regulated. If your pump kicks on, it's full power. And then if your pump shuts off, if your bladder in your pressure tank doesn't work, your water will surge. Oh. So, um, so that's that. Well, inspection. That explains Sorry. so much about my grandma, my grandmother and grandpa's Did water. their water go whoosh? And then die down. Yeah, and then, sometimes. Yeah, they needed any water pressure tank. Yeah. So that was a long time ago. <clears throat> um, so well inspection. Now we've sold land where they do a water well test. They want to see the volume of water. So mm. they'll set up send a pump, pump test pump down the hole and pump out as much water till it goes dry to see if it'll go fifty gallons a minute or ten gallons a minute or five gallons a minute. So interesting. Yes. <clears throat> we don't see those very often, but no, we don't. But we do see um, frequently with an FHA USDA VA loan water quality tests. A water quality test. So then they take a sample of the water, they send it off to um, that nice man in Elk City, and and he does the little test, and he says there's E. coli or there's this, there's that or the other, and and verifies if the water is safe to drink or not. Right? Yes. Okay. What so else? So the water, yeah, and so they're checking for bacteria. Is what they're checking for. Okay, mold. Inspection. So some of these that I'm naming off, we don't really see. Jerry does have a nifty little tool. We need For to have moisture. Jerry Newell on here. I've tried really hard, y'all. I'm calling him out right now. 
We need to send him this video. I cannot get Jerry to come on this show, but he offers so many products. Yes. And in his inspection sheet that I really, man, I would really love to get to share him with you guys. But anyway, Jerry has a tool and he can go around and check something. Tell us, because you did that here in this building, didn't you? Yes. So he came in and checked moisture um, because they said the house building had flooded. And so we checked the whole perimeter to see if any of the areas were wet after a big rain. And so it's a cool little, it's a moisture tool. I don't think, we didn't have that for a long time, did we? I mean. Most people don't offer it. It's I bought the tool. It's like 15 bucks. <laughs> I was like, wow. These are, you could have just been giving that to your yes, buyers to yes, test here, themselves. Test yourself. So I bought it because <laughs> I wanted to continue. There's a few spots here I was concerned with. So I thought, well, I wonder what those things cost. I looked it up like, man, 15 bucks. Sweet. I'll take one. That's funny. So. <clears throat> All right. So. Other ones that we don't see, like radon testing, that's not something that we really see. Not in around Woodward. Woodward. Did you do radon testing on Ashland's house in Wichita? Didn't even think about it. Because I think that, if I remember correctly. Stillwater does okay. a lot of radon testing. Really? Um, I think it's the type of soil mm-hmm. that allows the radon gas to come through. I don't know much about radon gas. It's something in the dirt that the gas has come through the... Soil. And, I, and I associate it with basements. Like if I have a basement, then I might be more um, prone to desiring a radon test. You don't know. I don't know. Weird. We have to. Look I can that make up. up some rules. We really, make yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really don't do enough of those no. here. I, I've never done one. I don't think I've ever done a radon test. I've never done a lead-based paint test ever. I remember one lead-based paint test a long time ago. Yeah. It was, um, it was a tribal loan. Mm-hmm. And they required a lead-based paint test. Yeah, I, but they handled it, so I still had nothing to do with it. And I'm like, I don't really They're know. simple. I bought one because I had a guy like, well, if you've never done one, we're going to do one. And so I ordered the kit, and then I gave it to him, and he's like, well, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> okay. And so it's really a simple test. It's a, I mean, it's a really simple test. That's so. funny. All right. So let's see. What else? Um, I didn't think about this a minute. Oh, let's go back to the inspections. During your, your excuse me. During the inspection time period of your contract, that's also when you need to be looking at your insurance. Which is another contingency. So you have a contingency to get insurance on the property. Um, if you're not able to insure it, you can be released. But that's only during the inspection time period. Right. And so, again, as soon as um, I'm ordering your, and I discussed this with our buyers, do you want me to order? If so, who do you want me to use? Yada, yada, yada. Um, whenever I order those inspections, that's when you need to be going around and finding your insurance company and making sure that those rates are going to work for you and sending those to your lender because your lender has to approve that as well. Yes. All right. Um, what else did I miss? Well, the others, the standard in the contract is the title. So title is every single contract. Yep. I don't know that I've ever, I think my brother actually recently had a seller say, I don't care what the title says, I want the property. I might have bought a couple of those. You've done a couple, mm-hmm. but most people don't. Right. It's really not a fantastic idea. No, because it, I mean, there are some surprises. Um, both properties I bought, both properties I bought mm-hmm. without a clear title. We just quick claim deed, knew there was a problem. Both of them went to quiet title suits. They were two or 3,000 bucks. All right, so usually it's a simple-ish fix, but it is a little bit more costly. We do not like to, I, I would say generally, like 99.9% of the time, we don't do contracts where we don't sell with clear marketable we've never. I don't think we've ever done one. I don't want to. No, I don't like messy. it. And, and most buyers wouldn't want to take a property that had a title yeah. hickey. 
Right. Like it's different for you. You do this every single day. You've already done your research. You talk to the attorney ahead of time. But we don't want to put our buyers in that position. Nope. So title work is definitely title contingency. Clear marketable title, I believe, is how it's labeled. Yep. And the contract. And so your contract covers that for you. Um, look, see, this is weird. This is like way up here, but it was all of the hose on this home inspection. Okay. So another contingency would be a financing contingency, which generally includes an appraisal contingency that if it doesn't appraise, you don't have to continue to closing. Um, there are some time frames like you need to make sure within the first five days, I think, of the contract that the terms of your loan are acceptable. Yep. What gets really tricky is that a lot of times we think we have to have our loans. I think it actually says 10 days or something. I'm misspeaking. We don't get clear to close and we don't get full loan approval until right before closing. Right. I think sometimes the seller thinks they're going to have that in that first two weeks. And it's really just not how lenders. No, the lender, work. they give it's us. It's nearly impossible. Right. The contingency, there's steps in there. Right. Like you have five days to get your loan application. And that, yeah. We'll get so, on top like of right you, yeah. now, one of our customers is in underwriting, but it's in the first part of underwriting where the underwriter says, okay, buyer has everything that they need. Yes. Boom. We're set to go. And then they get the appraisal, and so that's another check mark. And then we get the title work, and that's another check mark. And then final underwriting, they go back and review everything and make sure that all of it is correct and ready to go. So those are contingencies. Okay, so let's talk about the contingency we really, really want to discuss. Okay. And that is the sale of um, the buyer's current property in order to purchase the property they want to purchase. So it does get tricky. Yes. Can't even pretend like it doesn't. But it's not impossible, and we're seeing it more and more. I, I feel like sometimes we go through times where we don't have any of these, and then we go through times where we have a lot of these. We're having quite a few contingencies right now to sell the buyer's current property. Yes. So there's two different ways that you can do this. First, you can already have a buyer for your property, have your property under contract, and then go find the property you want, make your offer contingent upon your first one selling. It's already under contract. Boom, we go and we close all at the same time. That's probably ideal, but it isn't always the way that it works. Nope. Sometimes, right now, we have such a low inventory in Woodward. It's almost, it's intimidating to put the property on the market that I need to sell in order to purchase if I haven't located the house I want to purchase. <laughs> because what if my property sells and I can't find anywhere to move? Yeah. And that's, I mean, yeah. That's terrifying. And the, and the rental stuff in town is even complicated. It is. There's just not much available there either. And then there's, I mean, just strategically, most people really don't want to move twice in a couple of months. I get that. Mm -hmm. It's it's a real challenge. So we also have um, sale of buyer's property not under contract. And this contingency form, um, it's got a couple of things that I think are a little bit tricky and, and make everyone feel a little bit, makes the seller feel a little more comfortable, makes the buyer feel a little bit more uncomfortable. So if you need to sell your property, but you are hesitant to put it on the market until after you get to the property you want secured. And then we would use this contingency form that it, that your property is not under contract. Then it says we have to list your property within two days. Yep. That makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> Better be ready. <laughs> we know you're probably almost ready, but there's a lot on our side to to make your property market ready. Like we need to get Nathan there to get your photos. We need to, if we're going to do the Matterport virtual tour, we need to get Cassie set up to do your virtual tour. I need time to do your paperwork. I need time to put all of those pictures and all of the information and your advertisement and stuff onto the multiple listing service. And I only have one business day from the time that you sign your listing 
to get it all to back. get it all out there in public and and y'all it's a lot so um sometimes we might after visiting with you and seeing where you are in this whole thing as a buyer as a seller who is a buyer that gets confusing doesn't yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we might make that five days um from acceptance of the contract in order to get the property listed. And that seems to give us a little bit more of what we need to make sure that everybody is handled and that you're, that you're marketed well. I don't want to put, I, I think, I think best fit forward in, in marketing real estate is, it's just imperative. Yes. I think it definitely, because I mean, it doesn't, you don't see it, but when you put a house on the market and you put only one front picture on it, people are like, Oh, what's wrong with that? And they just, they, you don't get a second chance sometimes. Right. They don't come back. And so and so, you want all of the pictures and all of the marketing and all of the stuff put together. When it hits the market, so it goes out to Realtor.com and Trulia and Zillow and all those websites, it, it all needs to be there all at the same time. Right. So that they get a full picture of the house And I think quickly. right now we're in a pretty competitive market. So if I put out your, pic, your listing with one picture and a different – um, agent pits out another listing similar, similar, similar to yours with 36 photos, they win. Like they yeah. win. That buyer yeah. gets that house. And so I really want to make sure that we do the best job for you when we put that out on the market first and foremost. Um, this document, though, if your property is not under contract, it does allow the seller to continue to actively market their property. I think that that terrifies buyers. Terrifies them. And I get that. It would terrify me, too. But it gives the seller the assurance to take that because they're taking a risk. Yeah, they're, I mean, they are taking a risk. Now, the seller has to give you a minimum. I think it says a minimum of 24 hours or 20, is it one business No less day? than 24 hours yes. to deliver notice. To deliver notice to either remove your contingency and release the contract. I'm sorry, to remove your contingency and move forward with the contract or to be released from the contract so that the seller can move forward with the other offer that they like. Right. So uh, that didn't used to happen very much, but we've done this two or three times this year. Yes. And it kind of makes my heart sad. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because it, I mean. Because we know that that first client really wanted the house. They really they're wanted trying. It. They're trying. We just, it just didn't work. Yep. And man, that's really makes my heart sad. The second part of this is as soon as you do get your house on the market, as soon as you do get a buyer and it goes under contract, we want to change this form. Yes. Quickly. We want to let the seller know, okay, our circumstances have changed, and we want to change to the new form with the presently under contract contingency document so that you can – so that they will um, cease marketing their property, and you can begin to have um, a lot more comfort as you finish your loan. Right? Am I saying that all in a way that makes sense? Because as I'm saying this, I'm like, people don't really care what's in these forms. Yeah. But I think it's <clears throat> so important for you to know – that we're paying attention and that we have these plans and processes in place to protect you, protect the seller. So everybody has this fair field, fair playing ground. Yeah. And it does give us, um, they've changed this form a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and so. <clears throat> Look at that. Brian just read the document. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, we don't use this very often, but do I actually? Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think it's. Yeah, you want to get that removed as quick as possible. Because if another offer comes in and it's better than your offer, they don't have to accept your offer now. So you want to make sure you get that thing. Right. They don't have to remove your I, – I mean, 
Yes, there's some, there's some dates and times. They don't have to continue times. on with your contract right? because they can tell you to remove your contingency. Yeah, you have 20, you yes. can't, then they release you from the contract and they move forward. Yes. And the way that the secondary form, there's a third form that comes in at that point. And it literally says, if you, we had this happen. If you, as the first contract, just ignore the form and you're like, nah, they gave me the notice. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to play it slow. Playing it slow, you still lose. Like it says, if yeah. we don't hear back... You're out. Yes. It's absolutely crazy. So we have to pay attention to timeframes on that. Um, and we do. And because we have, we've been there. Yep. So time's of the essence. Time and is the of the essence. All right. A couple more contingencies. It's owning contingency. So some of these are very unusual. Um, so, you might be doing something commercial where it's imperative that you change the zoning in order to do what you want to do, or I guess even the opposite, that you want right. it to be changed to residential maybe. Right. So that could be a completely different contingency that's not already already in the contract, and we would need to find a separate clause for that. So it's actually in the contract, in the inspection period, the zoning contingency. Um, and it, for example, I had one in Wheat Ridge one time, not Wheat Ridge, Wildwood. They wanted to buy the house and put it in a daycare. Wildwood will not allow in-home daycares. Really? So it was in the covenants restrictions that you couldn't do that. So um, we had to go around, get questions and answers, and, and talk to the neighbors and see if they'd allow it to get them special provisions to go in there. So that that's another type of deal. I had another one the other day. He, he was looking at buying a shop. He wanted to park his big um, – he's got a big, long truck trailer. He mm -hmm. wanted to park it next to the building. Um, so he talked to the code guy. Code guy's, nope, it's zone C1. You have to – concrete or asphalt to park on the grass. Oh, golly. And so there's just things like that. Like you, if you have any sure. questions, you need it. I mean, that contingency is in there and it gives you the right to back out. So you want right. to make sure you you do your inspection. That's part of the inspection. Um, survey contingencies. I think that that's actually part of the home inspection in contingency time frame. Yes, it's inside that whole inspection time frame. Yes. So that's, and that, but that and gets tricky because, those, man, on point is hooked up. Hooked up. So we can't always get them in the time frame. So we might have to do an extension for that specific yes. contingency. So I guess at this point, I think the most important thing is to make sure that you're visiting with your agent and telling them, this is important to me. This is important to me. This is important to me. I need to make sure I have enough time to do these inspections or to satisfy this contingency. Because if I can't have this, then I don't want the property. Be very, very open and make sure your agent understands where you're coming from. I, I think that's probably the most important thing. Yep. Now, what if you have something crazy? And it's not covered, and it's not typical. What do you do? I can't think of anything that we couldn't write in an addendum. Everything we can write in an addendum. Right. Everything. We have special provisions, a blank place in the contract that, that we can put contingent upon. And we've had some interesting ones. I can't think of anything right I now. Can't. But, I mean, even... I can't think of anything. No, I can't I think of anything. Nothing. No, I've had people call the so request. Surprise us. Come on and yeah, tell us. Tell what us. kind of crazy I'm, things would you yeah. put in the special provisions? To, to ask for and <laughs> can make your contract contingent upon. I mean, I've had some people put, hey, can I make a contingent on my husband? He's at work. He'll be back Thursday. I want to buy this house, but contingent upon him just looking at the house. Right. Well, that's not really in there. It's not. It's not worded that way. It's in there, but it's not worded that way. Um, I think you got to be careful with that. Yes. I think it's a yeah, tricky one. Yeah, I think one. it's better to actually add that to yeah. your contingency. You want, I think you want everybody to be on the same page. Without a doubt. Open. No surprises. Yep. So, yeah. so this is all about contingency. So contingent that you listen to this show 
<laughs> <laughs> and you have questions, please give us a call at 580-334-2303. I'm Kendra Brown, 580-216-0090. And thanks for listening. Check us out on Facebook and uh, at thebryanandkendrashow.com. All right. Have a very Merry Christmas. See you next time.